0: because it is time once again for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex. I'm your host and guide through our Outwatch journey, and I'm joined by three of my friends watching a particular season of Survivor for the very first time. So whether you are watching this season for the first time yourself, whether you're doing your own rewatch, or whether you just like to hear people talk about Survivor, We are the pod for you. You've caught us in the middle or nearing the end now of our survivor David versus Goliath season 37 rewatch. And we're tackling episode 11 titled So Smart They're Dumb today. We would be never accused of being so smart. We're dumb. Probably just dumb. Full stop. (laughs) Um, And if you're, you know, if you're if you're keeping up with the pod in real time, it goes without saying that we've been on a bit of a um, six months or so. You know, we've all had stuff going on. Scott's got a kid. Adam and Emily moved. I myself moved. uh, But we're back and better than ever
1: most of us are in different jobs it's, that's it's true a whole thing.
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, in fact yeah am i the only one who didn't get a new job in the last six months i am at my cur- i'm at the same place okay okay, so, okay. just a so you I know a season of life change but we're back you know there's at least one person there, you know there's at least one person that's been
2: sitting by the iphone Re- for refreshing every week, <laughs> every they day.
3: The on, they're like, When <laughs> yeah. is it? I gotta know what happens in the David
0: vs. Goliath season of Survivor. Yeah, from I have to. <laughs> yeah, it? I, I heard five know years season
4: ends. <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know, there's a this thing called Paramount Plus out there. You can mm-hmm. watch the actual show if you want.
1: Um, if you're a T-Mobile uh subscriber, I think you can get it for free.
0: Oh. It's a what? hot tip. Not an ad. Could be an ad though. T Mobile.
1: I, I, I don't even promise that that's a real thing. I just yeah.
0: yeah.
5: <laughs> We're just trying to get sponsorships. Yeah. T Mobile. Yeah.
0: Get at us. Yeah. What else Why do you have going for you? Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into the standard fare of our podcast, I've got um Scott, I have a special question for you because I, I mentioned before we started that I prepared for this episode by re-listening to our previously recorded one, which we did record in the summer. And we had a, a segment where we debated the merits of DeAndre Ayton signing with the Pacers. Now, oh, we no. we six months down the line. <laughs> that went bad, didn't it? We're six months down the line. We talked about... Um, if it would be good for them to sign it or not, but also famously now, you said the Pacers are going to be very bad this year. Oh, I did. I did say that. Cold take.
1: It's not as <laughs> cold of a take. The last few
2: weeks, <laughs> it's true. They're about. They're
0: sitting at about five hundred, right?
2: Yeah, they are uh, one and seven since uh, their best player Tyrese Halliburton has been out. So. Uh huh. So he it shows number one how good he is, yeah. and number two, how important he is to the Pacers. Yeah, I was uh I forget what my
0: stance was on the DeAndre Aiden <laughs> thing, but. it was it was it is encouraging that they tried to sign him to a max deal, but find that they didn't get him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the only awkward thing is that their current center who they went and Tried to replace but failed. Is still there. Yeah. He's having a really good year. He's having a great year. And they're like, and they're now they're trying to extend him. And everybody's like, why won't he extend with them? And it's like, why would he want to extend? With them? Yeah. <laughs> After they actively have been trying to trade him for like four years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a whole so. Chris Bryant situation.
2: Yeah. So it's a it's a whole thing. But yeah, I have been personally surprised with the Pacers. Um, their rookies have been amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Halliburton's been great. It's Been fun. I haven't been able to watch
0: him a ton because I don't have cable anymore. Mm. But uh, I definitely keep up. But I've been following from afar. Yeah, we just had to, you know, tie up that loose end. I'm sure everybody was wondering after that last tape. This is
1: this is actually why we took
3: the six month. Yeah. hiatus, hiatus. Yeah, we had to... we were like, well, we got to see if Scott's prediction comes through, and if we don't take a break, we're not going to come back to it. So. Yeah.
0: Absolutely! What a big,
2: uh, what a time capsule moment,
3: though. <laughs> <laughs> this exactly. is the problem with podcasts. Every dumb thing we say is now locked in somewhere. Yeah,
0: right, yeah. yeah, devoid Absolutely. of context and space-time reference. Right, right. Well, before we get started recapping episode eleven of Survivor: David versus Goliath, uh, it's time you met the rest of the pod here, um, officially, and I'm going to do that. By asking them the question, what's a thing you remember about Survivor David versus Goliath? As it has been approximately six months since we stopped the train that is this rewatch. So, Emily, welcome to Outwatch.
5: Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, what do you remember about this season?
1: Okay. When I tell you,
5: before we watch the episodes, For this recording, if you had said to me, if if you had asked me this question and said, if you can tell me a single thing about this season, I'll give you a million (laughs) dollars. I would not have been able to give you an answer. Like I didn't know the name of the season. I didn't know where we were in the season. I was pleasantly surprised to know that we were so close to the finale. (laughs) I I couldn't have told you a single player's name, a single play that was made. But it all came flooding back when we started watching oh, good. um uh the the episode that we're gonna talk about today.
3: The one you can't remember now.
5: Yeah. The show that we watched. <laughs> because the show started. Oh, I know what I could have told you. Jeff Probst <laughs> was hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I could have told yeah. you. Uh, and that's literally it. So yeah, when we uh, when we started watching the all the memories came flooding back okay and good. i saw christian and gabby i was like oh yeah love those two mm-hmm. that's what i could, that's what i remember that's what i got
0: <laughs> great pair christian and gabby one of the great great gabby. survivor pairs yes um do i have the no i don't because there's not a good clean take of it yeah love 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 christian and gabby what um a great tv tv pairing uh, Adam, what about you? What's the thing about this season that you remember?
1: Uh, up until about 10 minutes ago, I couldn't have
3: told you this player's name, hmm. but I do remember that he is the George Bushy-Atoshi, the mayor of Slamtown, Abdominal Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, and that's most of it. I remember being like really disappointed that we had taken a break. I like, totally understand the break. It made sense. Probably went a little bit longer than we needed it to. but Sure. Like, we needed a break there because so much was happening yeah. and, and and at least Alex and ours lives with moving and everything. Um, I remember being really disappointed in the break. And then when we were like, all right, we're going to pick it back up. I was kind of like, I, I don't know if I can finish this season. And yeah. now I'm like a hundred percent back. Okay, Who's going to win yeah. here for it? <laughs> yeah.
0: It, I mean, it's a great season. It It does, you know, grinding things to a halt is not, not ideal for the flow um do you want the clean full list of john hennigan nicknames clip yes please (laughs) please johnny blaze johnny spade johnny nitro john morrison johnny mundo johnny impact johnny ultra the shaman of sexy the monday night delight the ambassador of abdominals the maharaja of manliness the george bushy of tushy Mayor of Slamtown, Mr. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham
4: Lincoln. It's so good.
0: The Maharaja of Manliness is an underrated one, in my opinion. (laughs) Oh. I low-key like Johnny Impact.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The beginning is so like, yeah, okay, that makes total sense. Like Johnny Nitro, Johnny Blaze, like sure, whatever, it's your name. And then he goes into this like wild Uh left
4: (laughs) turn.
0: I do, I think there's nothing better than the George Bushy of Tushy though. That's like it's, it's top crazy. tier.
3: <laughs> it's also not like it's not like this was during a time when that would have been even like politically relevant. No. It's like <laughs> ten years after George Bush was even in office.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. There's there's no uh, no wrapping your head around it. Great. Right. Um, Scott, what what about you? Something you remember about this season?
2: Yeah, kinda like everyone else, I completely kind of forgot like most of what happened in the last ten episodes. Um like I told you guys, like I was and gonna try to use the recap to remind myself because I wasn't about to go back and like watch the rest of it up to this point. Yeah. Um and it didn't give me much to work with there. So I was like, ah man. But no, I remember Christian and Gabby, that's like the big thing.
1: Um I remember Nick. Um yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't really tell you a big
2: whole lot of plays or anything like that. I did remember after like the first tribe, like, oh yeah, they just they had just gotten done, like Carl had just had a power trip and they had got rid of him. But, right. But that was about it. Yeah. Um it had been so long. So when we were going through it in the summer, I was actually watching along on Netflix. Right. And I went back to what I went to Netflix to turn it on and it was like gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, crap, what was the password to Paramount Plus? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now token Chains is on Netflix, I think. Which will be our next our next stop. So so returning to Netflix.
2: So yeah, watched alongside us on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix, proud not sponsor of. <laughs> they're,
3: they're actually very ashamed to be mentioned in this episode. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a real thing to their brand.
3: They can't stop us. Yeah, Link yes. in the
2: description up here.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: this is an audio medium. Oh, this is an audio medium. Crap. <laughs> you guys don't remember the, um, the Idol Nullifier, the Dan Idol Play and Idle Nullifier? Um the reverse vote split idol play mm-hmm. on the following tribal.
1: I I remember there was a lot of
3: idol play that led to the Davids being mm-hmm. even with the, the Goliaths. Yeah. And that's about the extent of my memory of the idol yeah, play. Yeah, they used
0: an idol, an extra vote, and a an idol nullifier. A vote, right? Yeah, maybe that's what it was, a steal a vote rather yeah. than an extra vote, yeah. You remember? Yeah, so they, they like took Allison's vote.
3: This is that's right. this is what I remember. Is Allison is like this threat the entire time, but she can't make a commitment to anything. And also they keep just like screwing her over up right. and right. They're like, well, if you if you're gonna come with us and you won't mind us stealing your vote, like
4: shit like that all the time.
0: <laughs> you remember the um Christian and Alec? Um showdown on the crucifixion challenge where Christian talks yes. about uh, um a Reuben sandwich
4: yes <laughs> an yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: he annoys him off he just off the his mind <laughs> So,
2: real quick, real quick, can I do an aside? Please, nothing to do with Survivor. So, I, in my break, I got real. I got involved in a fantasy basketball league. Okay. (laughs) So I've been listening to some fantasy basketball podcasts, and this guy. So there's this guy in the NBA named Christian Wood, and this guy that I listen to, he always calls him the Crucifix. (laughs) I never got it. And then one day I was
4: driving, (laughs) it hit me. That's good. And I that's cackled good. for like five minutes. <laughs> <That's good>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Go no, on. that's great. And and of course, who could forget um, Natalie Cole, the star of the pre-merge, Napalm Natalie. You guys remember Natalie?
1: You don't remember I Napalm remember Natalie? Her. She was the older woman who everybody like. eventually wanted yeah. her
3: jacket.
0: Just like she had no
1: tactic
0: yeah jacket
4: gate
0: oh, jacket yeah. gate sniper jacket yes yep yeah. i remember her yeah the, it was, she was just <laughs>
1: she was such a funny
0: person to be on it the was great show. it was great oh
5: yeah. yeah she was nothing else
0: yes and it was to be a beautiful casting yeah. like. <laughs> and of course <laughs> yeah who can forget angelina's um Infamous ask for Natalie's jacket on her way out the door. Who can forget?
1: thank God, <laughs> I, Angelina, I will, I will
3: never get over. I, I, I forgot about this until she brought up the like rice thing again. Yeah, because when she goes to negotiate the rice, she's literally like, Jeff, you can have everything in our camp, and that's just where we're gonna start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like we just we want one pot. That's all we really want. And if you just give us rice, we'll give you everything else in our camp. And then she brags about it. And like, I'm such a great negotiator.
0: She took a negotiation class.
3: I can't handle her. She doesn't want thanks though. No. She's like, Jeff, we'll tear down our shelter if you just give us more rice. And we're just prepared to start there. Like and
0: we'll we'll do more. She doesn't need it, doesn't want to play that card though. What no. eight, what ate <laughs> <eight> the special treatment? <laughs> like we'll we'll throw in Gabby
2: too, you know. Just uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we offer Gabby as tribute too <laughs> to get the rice.
3: The rice, Jeff Probst. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm just I'm just going through some other some other sound clips I've got just as a trip down memory lane. I honestly don't remember most of these, so they're probably not great. But the chicken has flown the coop. Oh, that one's okay. Um, In my pants. Mm.
5: <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> I was about ready to poop my pants today.
4: <laughs>
5: don't be sorry. Shut up. <laughs> oh, <that again. laughs>
0: That's a good one. All right. Anyway, uh, this episode, we we watched the 11th episode of David versus Goliath. And what do you say we start things out here by taking a trip down to tree mail and walking through what happened this episode? What do you say?
1: Let's do it. go. Uh,
0: This one starts back at camp. Nick is blindsided by Carl being voted out. Um, And we go straight into a loved one's visit and reward challenge. The winners get barbecue on a barge with their loved ones. Uh, The pairs are digging through the sand and throwing balls. And Nick and Angelina win this one, bringing along Davey and Mike to join their barbecue barge Uh, on the barge. Mike, Nick, Davey, and Angelina form a final four deal, but Davey is more skeptical about it than the rest of the group. Um, And back at camp, Gabby starts to feel the motivation to cut Christian to improve her own individual standing in the game. The immunity challenge is the hold a pole to balance a bucket above your head challenge, which Kara wins um, pretty unflinchingly. Immediately afterwards, Gabby is on the fence, holding a lot of emotions about trying to vote out christian um, brings in Nick on the vote, who talks Mike and Angelina into it, and then they propose splitting that vote onto Gabby as well in the case that Christian plays an idol. Um, Davy clues Christian in about Gabby's plan, which puts him on alert, and then he apologizes to Nick, and Nick tries to. Uh, Pull the wool over Christian's eyes in response. At Tribal Council, votes are cast, and at literally the last possible second, Christian stops Jeff as he's about to read the votes. Um, He says, Jeff, one moment, turns, stares Gabby dead in the eyes for an uncomfortable amount of time, and then decides to play his idol, which turns out to be a great choice as it blocks five votes on Christian. Uh, The split is indeed on Gabby, so it bounces back on Gabby, eliminating her, making her uh, the next person voted out of the game. Gabby tries to take a big swing, and unfortunately for her, it does blow up in her face, causing her untimely demise. Um, Scott, Gabby was on your tribe. This is the first time you've lost someone since since Natalia, which I believe was like pre-swap. So it's been a, it's been a minute since you've lost cool. a member of your tribe. Wow, it's been it's probably been like 8 months since I've <laughs> lost somebody. It <laughs> <laughs> should be a whole calendar year at this point. <laughs> Holy cow, Golly gee. Um Scott, how how would you um how would you remark upon Gabby's game and and ultimately her elimination here?
2: So this is going to get butchered a bit because of obviously what we've talked about
1: before. Sure, sure, sure. Um,
2: but uh, but I do remember I liked Gabby a lot, and she seemed like it seemed like she gained like confidence for sure as like the game progressed. Um, really good social player. I feel like she, her and Christian's like alliance was super fun to watch um and it was it was cool that it was on the the david tribe that it was happening on because it's oh it's like the underdog story aspect of it too so yeah i'm a big fan of gabby um probably among my favorite people that we've gotten to watch um yeah. play um and i just like I said, it was cool because yeah you could tell like at the start i remember like her being really unsure of herself and like by the end like Having the guts to try to pull off the move. It almost worked. It almost worked. Um, yeah, so it's cool. So I, I am sad to see her go.
0: Um, and we'll, yeah, see what happens.
2: Yeah. The rest of the way, but
1: yeah.
0: I'm a huge Gabby fan as well. One of my favorite players in this modern era of Survivor. I think she's definitely deserving of a return trip if she would take it. Um yeah, it goes out here just a couple episodes before the finale. Um let's start, you know, our analysis here like we always do with our our one big takeaway or moment to talk about moment from this episode. Um yeah, that that should not be buried into the pod. Um anybody got anything here off the bat that you want to you want to ramp up discussion on?
1: I I think, I don't know if this is necessarily just like one moment, but the thing that this
3: kind of coming back into this is there's such a delineation between like the, the, the eras of survivor and we haven't seen many modern eras of survivor. And this episode, I think really just highlights that like, There isn't like an alliance of three people that are tight knit and they're trying to just work every angle to get them to the end or whatever. Mm -hmm. It feels like a loose group of seven people who are just kind of trying to jockey to get somebody out that's beneficial to their game Mm -hmm. and keep themselves in. And that's kind of it. Like, it it doesn't feel like there's real tight knit, like, oh, those two, like they're in it to the end, they're friends. And whatever
0: yeah it's like a i find it that to be really compelling too it's like that it's not as cut and dry as like all right there's this group of five and this group of three so they're gonna mm-hmm. the numbers will go against one another yada yada yada. but like yeah even within that that group right you've got like mike and angelina who are pretty pretty fully a pair you know you've got like nick and davy you've got christian and gabby right like little subgroups of it but you're right like the, it's not x group against y group it's everybody at any moment trying to figure out what the best thing is for them right scott got anything that jumps off the page from this episode here your biggest analysis uh, or takeaway my biggest analysis Wow. Um what's your big big analysis, Scott?
2: Big analysis. Well, how much time Survivor or otherwise?
0: <laughs> Let's talk about capitalism. <laughs> Outwatch
2: goes
1: politics.
2: <laughs> no, um
1: kind of the piggyback off of that. Um I guess my I
2: remember watching and like yeah like I don't remember who is with who really at this point like it feels like I remember like up to like this episode it was like David's it truly was like the David's trying to get the numbers but now it's like everything is very fluid um and I guess the big thing that I was kind of I was kind of confused why Gabby chose now to make her big play i don't fault the move but also like the timing i guess yeah um whether or not she should have just like waited long maybe wait till maybe like the finale to try to take out christian um because you gotta get there um i don't know i guess i was gonna ask kind of your thoughts on that yeah
0: (laughs) that's an interesting point like i wonder if like what happens this tribal if Gabby doesn't start the push to vote out Christian, do we think that like Christian inevitably becomes the target anyway and somebody else gets credit for the same thing that Gabby was trying to do? Right. I'm sure that's probably Gabby's thinking in this moment is he's obviously a threat. Um, If I don't do it, I won't be seen as anything but second fiddle to him, you know? Um, But yeah, maybe, maybe if she doesn't bring it up, everyone else is thinking the same thing and that, you know, we can let it slide for now. And somebody else ends up as the target. Um,
1: Yeah. And I guess even with the, Oh, go ahead, Adam. No, I was just going to say, like, I think that there's something really funny
3: that happens with Gabby where she is really smart about the way that she's playing, but it's so subtle and being overshadowed by Christian who is just kind of there and participating (laughs) But what we see is Yabby being like this really smart player, building up confidence in these moves to get to a point where she's like, I really just need to take control of this so everyone knows this is me. And we've even like, I don't know how much we've talked about this, but Alex has run these sort of survivor-ish, virtual survivor games that we've all participated in with our friend groups. And like, <clears throat> I remember the one that I played in, there was another player who she was so subtle in her game. And the only reason I really saw it was because I was working with her. And eventually she goes out and then I, I went out too. And it, it came down to the end. I was just kind of sitting there. I was like, man, like, I, I feel like I should lose if I go to the final with her because she was like a more strategic player. But I don't think many other people really saw what was really happening. So I think Gabby kind of like falls into that where it's like she really does need to take out the big move because she's unfortunately being overlooked. And at this point in the game, you can't just sort of be like, yeah, I was dragged along and then I made a move. I, I don't know. I don't think that's as convincing as no, I, I took him out and then I made and then I took other people out. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I I wonder. I made this note, but like, I wonder if you can draw a line because this is what I thought of in this rewatch from Hannah Shapiro in Millennials versus Gen X, a handful of seasons before, in her game to Gabby in this season, and that they they fit a similar archetype. Hannah's um, experience was she did get to the end with somebody who maybe was a more outward. Presence and Hannah was equally, if not more, depending on your perception, a good strategic player, but she lost to the more outward presence, right? It's like, do you, th- could you see Gabby like seeing that in store for her, right? And like not overcorrecting, right? But, but course correcting and saying, okay, I can't, you know. End up at the end next to somebody,
1: um, like that. I've got to take them out earlier. You know. I think you could make that move, make that correlation.
2: Um, and we're talking about. I guess at the it almost it literally like almost worked for her though. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. if Christian doesn't play his idol, like she almost pulled it off. I do wonder, too, and, like, this is where we get the benefit of, like, seeing everything and, like, in the, if you're playing, you don't have this, but, like, if she waits another round after, like, the Carl dust settles, if maybe it's a little
0: more, like, successful. Sure. Because then maybe Nick is less alienated. <laughs> yeah. Your... Yeah, it's, that's a good point, too, because, like, the way that it fails is because she tells Nick, who tells Davy. And then Davey tells Christian, right? Like, um, and so, yeah, I, I wonder if, yeah, maybe Nick, a cycle later feels more secure in the game and is less likely to kind of spill the beans. Yeah. It's a, it's a good question. Emily, what about you? What's your big, your big moment
1: from this episode?
4: Can
5: we talk about how weird Jeff is when the family members come?
0: Please. Please. (laughs) It's like... Let's go. It's, you know, it's a thing. It's like a a survivor thing where it's like, when we get to family visits, Jeff becomes like an alien sent from another planet trying to understand (laughs) human relationships. Like... (laughs)
5: It's like he's trying to call the events happening in a challenge, but yes, he, he doesn't seem to understand like
0: human emotions. <laughs> I've queued up. I've queued up the best one um, to play here, which may, it may be the best. Um, odd Jeff thing that he says in a family visit in the history of the show. This is, I don't know if you caught this at the time, um, but this is when Kara's brother, um, shows up. This is, this is Jeff's commentary on um, Kara and her brother. Kara, the thing about a brother-sister relationship, one of you is not the parent. It's a really unique dynamic in the family.
4: Just one of you is not the parent. The
0: thing about siblings is that neither of you are parents? <laughs> 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 no shit. <laughs>
4: oh my god.
5: That truly is like alien took notes yeah. about words that we use to describe
4: families. <laughs> oh my god.
5: I remember thinking when he said that. I was like, well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 like,
4: I don't,
3: it's so weird because like I was trying to parse it out and I was like, was he trying to talk about how like was he trying to say that like there are some brother-sister relationships where someone kind of acts like the parent and that is relevant to some for some reason? Maybe. Like it's <laughs> just so wild. It's hard to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah,
2: the one that yeah. got me, the one that got me. I even forget who it was. I think i put this in our group chat, but it was the it was somebody with their mom and he's like, "That's a lot of mom love right there." Yeah. <laughs> he got his hands on his hips.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. And He's got this weird grin on his face and I'm like, <laughs> "It's it's Allison. It's out here. I've got I've got that one. I've queued uh, I've queued to that one too for you, Scott." Come on
4: out. Uh, Willa. I- <laughs>
0: A little bit to get here.
3: That is some mom love
4: right there.
2: <laughs> hands on the hands on his part is what got me. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It's just so cringe.
3: <laughs> I feel like this is this this uh this is made worse. So uh, Emily and I just finished the latest season of The Circle, which season five is so good, y'all. Like, holy crap, <laughs> so good. But they they do like uh, a love love loved ones letters thing where they record something, and it like because there's no one, there interviewing them when they talk about their relationships with the person. It feels very natural and like. You feel like you're just kind of having a moment with that person in the circle. And this is so like weird in that Jeff probes immediately after you're reunited with your loved one after 35 days, just starts grilling you, (laughs) trying to create a moment.
0: I'm trying to screen grab Jeff's hose here. But for some Uh, reason, it's not, like, letting me screen grab from Paramount+. Plus. There must be some, like... He scrubbed it from the internet. Yeah, he did. Some, like, infection here. It's like when Christian's
5: girlfriend came out, (laughs) Jeff was basically like, why don't you give her a kiss?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you kiss her? (laughs) (laughs) Like, we don't... (laughs) <laughs> he's got a
2: fork on his uh, cup and he's like <laughs> yes,
4: <Sir.">
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cha- <laughs> Sh- <laughs> show her some love I'm also trying to screen share this picture of Jeff but it's not let- Paramount Plus has got some deep like anti keeping me from sharing their content stuff going on. That's so
1: weird. Yeah. I'll find a way.
5: Take a picture with your phone.
1: Can't oh, set me a about plus. That's good. That's right. Hold on. That T Mobile help us.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there it is.
0: Um okay, let's um let's continue down the line here um from this episode as I now share this image of Jeff retorting on the mom love. Um, okay let's talk more about about family visit here. We've <laughs> we've hit the high points. Um any other any other moments from the the loved ones visit and challenge to remark upon? We've got um we've got Davy's mom, Hazel with us um, Allison's mom, Willa; Kara's brother, Eric; Nick's dad, Jim; Gabby's mom, Encarnita; Angelina's mom, Anna; Mike's boyfriend, Josh; and Christian's girlfriend, Emily. We mentioned Emily for a minute. Um, any other any other loved ones' experiences here? Um, that were fun for us.
1: I I don't know if it was fun. I felt
3: so. Bad for Mike. Like, he seemed so uncomfortable. 100%. Like, it, it seemed, it was just one of those moments where he was just so hyper aware of the fact that he's on television and, like, can, just could not let himself go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, I felt so bad for him in that moment.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it, it felt awkward for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: was a big, I thought Nick's dad and his reaction yes! were very, I thought it was very, like, I don't know, like very like sweet and like mm-hmm. authentic, and like I really I like that one.
1: Well, it helps so that Nick's dad is a
3: giant. He's huge.
1: Huge person. <laughs> yeah. Like, like
3: Nick is probably kind of short, but he's probably what like 5'10", 5'11", something like that. And Nick's dad
4: comes out, and he's like six seven, like yeah. just yeah. a massive man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Davy's mom seems lovely.
1: Yeah, <laughs> All of the like the reaction moments of when they meet their loved ones, like
3: except for like Mike, who seemed really uncomfortable. All of those are like really great.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The whole thing breaks down as soon as Jeff starts asking questions.
0: <laughs>
3: uh huh. Uh huh. Like, if he just did that and then like moved on, I feel like these would be so much better.
0: Um. When Angelina's mom came out, it was the first of a handful of times in this cycle of episodes where Angelina mentions that she set out of a challenge to get her dry rice. She was like, Mom, Mom, I sat out to get rice. That's the kind of daughter you raised.
1: Her mom
0: was like, (laughs) That's my girl. Remember when we used to talk about how you should sit out of challenges to get rice for your tribes? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent stuff. Um. Okay, immunity challenge. Let's move to the to the immunity challenge. This is the hold, pull to balance bucket challenge. Um, I do think that it was a little rude for Jeff to make the lose condition you get dumped a a bucket of water dumped on you like it's a double dare um that seemed like unnecessary but you know whatever um any any thoughts reactions takes from this challenge Angelina messed Nick
1: up okay let's talk about that Nick
2: was cruising Maybe, I forget. Maybe I'm wrong. It felt like Nick was okay, and then she's like, you're a little bit low. You need to lift it up a little higher.
0: Okay. I, I was sitting there like, "Like, will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, they're, they're... Gabby's chiming in too, but they're, they're actively helping Nick in this challenge here. Jeff calls it out too.
1: Yeah. Well, at one point, like, was
5: it Kara who was also a little bit off, but then they point, they panned to the people who were out, Angelina and Gabby. And they were like, Oh, like she's low, but I don't want to say anything after they talked to Nick. So it was, yeah. You know, showing their alliances there
1: yeah this is what well, more... it's it's it's, it's Karen Nick and Christian and they're trying
3: to vote out Christian so there it, it seems like basically they just want to help Kara or Nick like they don't care which one but then Christian like kind of calls him out like am I low am I whatever mm-hmm. and, and so they feel like they can't say anything else yeah. Like,
0: yeah they're like yeah. oh we're in a bad angle for yours we can't really tell <laughs> You yeah. don't want to mention like, that Nick's was just but... really bad <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: yeah um This is one of the, like, I don't think there was any world that Kara was ever going to lose this challenge. Like, she was unflinching. She's like a cheerleader. It's like, literally, it's stand still and hold a thing for a long time. It's like, that's kind of her bag. Yeah, she didn't shake, really. Um, Also, the fly that kept buzzing on on Davy's face. I do think that's the same fly that was at the vice presidential debate a handful of years <laughs> back on Mike <my> Pence. So <laughs> really making his rounds. Um, let's talk about Nick this episode. It, it's kind of a rough episode for Nick in that he—it's kind of a bad look. He's taking um the the blind side of Carl pretty personally. Swearing vengeance against Christian. Um whereas maybe, you know, Davey's somebody who takes it a, a little bit more on the chin and recognizes the game. Um, what do you what do y'all think about um Nick at this point? We've been high on Nick in the past. Um, maybe the the edit looking a little bit sour at this moment. Um yeah, what, what what are we making of Nick at this stage in the game?
1: I I don't think anybody is making as many overt
3: moves, and definitely not against Nick as Christian is in mm-hmm. that episode
1: where they, they they wrote out what's his face Carl. Carl. Um, I don't know. I think Nick is such an interesting
3: player because I think I think he's really smart. I think he understands the social components of the game. He understands the, the the other strategy components of the game. He's physically good in challenges. He's not, you know, a slouch or anything. He's somebody that can compete. He's not a challenge beast, but he he is competitive. And I think that what happens for Nick here is he sees Christian as somebody that he can trust but he also sees christian as the competitor that he is sure and in that moment he's like i don't think i can trust him anymore and he's also a massive competitor so he needs to go because both of those things combined it's not just a matter of oh i can keep working with him and then get him out later because i don't know when he's going to go rogue and make a move without me and he's he's too big of a competitor for it. So honestly, like, I think he's right in yeah. that moment that he need he needs to do something. And even if it's not like vote Christian out, like he needs he needs to separate himself from that grouping. Like he can't rely on him. Basically, I think at one point he says like I'll forgive him, but I can't trust him. Sure. I think that's the position you're in. It's just
4: you can't trust him anymore.
3: Yeah. And I don't know. He is such a he's such a big competitor. I don't know how. He lasted as long as he did. Like, it's like no one, it's like, it's not like he flew under the radar. People knew how smart he was. He was decent in challenges. How has he flown under the radar this long? Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Christian plays a really good, you know, connected social game, right? Such that he's able to like move the votes and do another more um, universally. Agreed upon direction most of the way, you know. Um, but yeah, you're right. He like the season starts with him solving a slide puzzle in ten seconds. Like right. it's kind of hard to hide from from that moment on. Um. So at tribal, right? Christian plays his idol, saves himself here. Um. The votes are split and land back on Gabby. Um. I want to talk about the idol play which, you know, results-oriented is, of course, the right move because Christian would have been voted out this episode if he didn't play it. It votes the majority of the votes, or it blocks the majority of the votes. Um, it seems as though he, he, he tells Jeff to pause and then he looks at Gabby to try and read if this indeed was a thing that was happening based on Gabby's reaction to his stare down. Um, Do we, do we buy Christian making this split second decision here um, as the votes are about to be read based on the reaction of, of Gabby, or do we think that was just a show?
1: I feel like it's a thing of, I've decided to do this. If I can get any more confirmation, Hmm.
5: Then that's great, and if I can, if all that results from this is letting Gabby know that I've not been played,
1: sure that's also great, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's too smart of a guy, I feel like
2: to like have not picked up on it, especially like I forget who t- was it like Davy that told maybe told him mm-hmm. at the end like what was going down I feel like yeah
0: he already knew what he was gonna do <laughs> yeah. Gabby does uh, take the, the blow up in her face in a very um, cordial manner um, she apologizes to Christian on the way out which is sad and unnecessary but <laughs> funny as well um, I pulled this clip as the votes are being read and Christian is blocking them Gabby says this to him how'd
4: you get that big brain
0: which is good um so yeah christian survives um gabby gets the blowback and here we are final final seven um and heading into the penultimate episode of the season um any further thoughts about this one this one was like Pretty cut and dry. A lot of it got taken up by loved ones, which I think was fun, so not complaining about it, but not necessarily a ton, really, to talk through here other than Gabby's betrayal of Christian.
1: I think it was a solid re-entry after a
3: six-month break in the middle that's of the season. So, I mean, I, I'm not, I ain't yeah, sad about it. That's what I was going to say.
5: Yeah.
2: It's like uh, we dipped our toes in. We yeah. didn't jump into the. Yeah. We didn't jump into the deep end. It's a good
0: point. We're like okay. wading in, and it's like, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on then to our GOATs and participation trophies. This is a thing we do in this podcast. It's we award oh, every, yeah. everybody yeah, awards their votes <laughs> to the winner of the episode, a participation trophy to the loser of the episode. Um, and then we'll do our update on our Survivor Fantasy game. But we'll start with this. Um, Scott, would you care to kick us off? Who's going to who's going to receive your goat award for the week and who's going to get your participation trophy? Ooh, OK.
1: My participation trophy is going to go to Gabby. Sure. Because she tried but failed.
2: She did. In the worst way possible. <laughs>
0: it um, really was an exceptional an exceptional like, alright, I'm going to go for it. Crash and burn. <laughs> like, complete yeah. crash and burn. Everyone that you
3: brought in was ready for you to crash and burn yep. and uh, <laughs> take you out as yeah. yourself.
0: The worst part, too, and I
2: forgot to mention that I forgot to, the, like, while well, the votes were, she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Allison." When Allison got a vote, yeah, in, it was like, Abby, yeah, and
0: like, no,
2: it's tough.
4: Sorry. It's tough.
2: Big fail. <laughs> um, I guess when it goes, go. I'm I'm gonna give it to Christian. Yeah. Um, for the idol for playing the idol, um, save it himself. I feel like that's very rarely do we feel like you play idols correctly so i'll give them the credit for that
0: happened a few times this season though a lot of correct I was
2: idols saying, this
3: season's success rate with idol and advantages it's this is true, like they, this is true. they have it on lock yeah it's something yeah. about this season it's
0: yeah good players good survivor players yeah it's
3: probably also a little
1: bit less of the like the more fluid alliance stuff sure. probably helps keep information a bit more fluid yeah
0: what about you, Adam? Who's your goat and your participation trophy?
1: Oh,
3: I have such a hard time giving it to Gabby because I feel like she did make a really smart move, but it does just blow up so spectacularly on her. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, like, she she's the goat this week. If this works, she's my participant because it doesn't. Yeah, Like, I think that's just where, where I'm at with it. I don't know. I don't know who else. Um... And I mean, yeah, I I agree with Scott. I think Christian deserves to go on this one. I feel like, I feel like with some retrospect, we might be able to award it to Davey because, I mean, he's the one who kind of makes this happen. But like, I don't really see how this helps his game a ton, a ton. So, you know, I feel like Christian makes more sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a good episode for Davey as well. You're right. Um, he He's kind of the antithesis to Nick in that, you know, Nick is receiving the blind side with vitriol. Davey's like, water under the bridge. Let's move on. Um, yeah. I, I think you could really easily look back on this
3: episode and be like, oh, yeah, that's where Davey messed up. Like, mm-hmm. that's where Davey should have gone along and got out. Christian, or, like, done more to, like, no, let's get out Nick. Like, he's not playing this well. He's not taking, like, Davey can do a lot here, and I, I don't know what the right answer is, yeah.
1: so, yeah. yeah. Good point.
0: Emily, what about you?
5: I was going to copy. <laughs> I was thinking about Davey is, just because he did tip Christian off, mm-hmm. but then you made that point that, like, does that actually help his game?
4: Yeah. So
5: I'm not sure. I feel like
1: Christian would deserve it a little
0: bit more. Yeah,
5: so, I was try and be unique, but sometimes you've got. Sometimes it's just clear. Sometimes
0: so there's good, just an right, answer. Right. Yeah. Yep. I I kind of think I'm going to do the same thing, but I'll honorable mention. Um, I think that Gabby gets my participation trophy. Um, I think Nick gets the honorable mention for the reasons I've said earlier. It's just like a bad look for Nick this episode, like. Um, how grounded in reality or not it is, it's just it's just a bad look for him. Um, and I think I've, I think I'm on the fence. Yeah, I'll give it to Christian because he plays an idol right. Um, s- keeps himself from going home, plays the situation well. My honorable mention goat is for Mike White because uh, he ends up. Voting correctly, he kind of mm-hmm. in the background is like coming up with the idea of, okay, well, if Gabby's going to vote out Christian, let's split it back on Gabby. So even if Christian does save himself, it's still a good move for me. And that now yeah. Gabby's gone rather than like, it's just Allison and Allison's somebody that he can work with more than he can with Gabby. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that. Christian ekes him out here, but I think Nick, Mike, Mike is the, the <laughs> second biggest winner of the results of this episode. And he does it without really getting blood on his hands. But
3: that vote split is really, that's really, that's a really good move. Yeah. That really is such a like, just clutch move right there where, you know, you got the votes for Christian and if he saves himself, you know, you can take out someone else that mm-hmm. you want to get rid of. It's just, Yeah.
0: I do. It, it does make me wonder, though, like in an alternate universe where that doesn't happen and they do vote out Allison, like what is the Gabby Christian dynamic from here? Like if Christian does smell it out, play his idol, save himself. But now Gabby's still in the game, too. Like, are they are they at odds? Do they mend fences? It kind of would be wild to come back yeah. um to camp and them both still be here but not the world we live in maybe another timeline um okay what let let's take a look here at our fantasy update um just to you know to give everybody the recap um we play fantasy survivor here on the pod you get points for several things coming into this episode um Scott was in second place by five point This is an odd way, an odd order in which I'm doing this. We're going to start in the
3: middle and work our way.
0: Out. I'm going to start over. In third place was Adam with 460 points. He's got Kara and Davey remaining on the team. In second place is Scott with 555, with Christian, Nick, Mike, and Gabby. Losing Gabby, of course, this episode. And leading the pack by just five points is Emily's tribe, Abacad, um, with Angelina and Allison. Just the as are left. Um, and then in this episode, um, Scott pulls ahead after, despite losing Gabby, it's a 35-point week for Scott's Sandy Cheek's tribe, putting him at 590 Emily is now in second place after 20 points from Allison and Angelina sitting at 580. And Adam also pulled 20 points from Kara and Davey, a solid 100 points even behind uh, behind Emily (laughs) for second place.
1: King Saul's revenge, baby.
0: (laughs) So Scott down to just three members now, Christian, Nick and Mike. Um, Adam sitting with Karen, Davey, Emily with Angelina and Allison with just one episode in the finale left to go. Okay, anything we've left on the table here before we close the book on this one? Excellent. Ain't nothing left on that bone. The bone has been sucked dry. All the gristle is removed. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to Outwatch. Um, Please make sure you subscribe or follow the pod to not miss any of our future episodes. And next time on Outwatch, we will be continuing with our David vs. Goliath rewatch with the 12th, the penultimate episode of the season titled Are You Feeling Lucky? Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.